Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Boy, did the Astros look good and the Rangers are out of the playoffs. It's an NL Friday. Let's talk ball. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented to you by SeatGeek. Today's episode is sponsored by SeatGeek. Use code TALKING. Go see a game. Go see a baseball game. Go see some pseudo-playoff games. Snakes, Cubs this weekend? Are you kidding me? Go see Trev's Twins. Get ready for their postseason run. Or maybe your team's called up some kids. A youth movement, like in the Bronx. Uh... SeatGeek has 70,000 events, sports, concerts, festivals every day. The app is so easy to use. I can use it. Use code TALKING. $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. Download the app. Click the link in the description. Bang. Trevor, out on the left coast. My good man, we haven't had a recap in a minute. Labor Day. Mm. Uh, And we got some big topics. How are you? Poppy, I'm doing great. It's great to see you and Beavers here bright and early in the morning. You look younger today, which I like. I'm happy for you. Um, I don't know, clean shaven, backwards hat. You look kind of like a frat boy today. I mean that in the best way possible. Okay. Shout out Cole Tucker, back up with the Rockies. A lot of good baseball to talk, and I got great notes today in my award. I I feel like I'm gonna I'm hitting my stride with my awards now that we're in September, which mm. is you know. Where you want to hit your stride. Little Jose Abreu action. You know, you've yeah, been, me and Jose. You've been one of the worst hitters in baseball. But now you're crushing it. Getting ready for it's October. all that matters. Octubre, papi. Um, that's good. I'm I'm excited to see your glowing face today. Uh we had a yeah, warehouse day yesterday. I used to be kind of a big backwards hat guy, and now I'm kind of not anymore. But I thought you were going to say I used to be a good blitz ball player. Let's that also applies. get yeah. into it. Um, okay, any housekeeping? Altuve, four straight homers and four straight innings. Pepio for your Dodgers. Uh, yeah, you know what, man? Yeah, <laughs> I used to be a lot better at blitz ball, and I don't know if I'm just old or I'm not. That one play- got you a little bit. Uh, caught up. Jolly got me a little bit. Go check out. We're doing a fun thing every Thursday. Blitzball Blitz uh, on our Warehouse Games channel where we've got everyone. Well, not everyone. You're not there, Trev. Mm. But uh, we're having a lot of fun, and it's literally a professional broadcast. So that was, that was fun. Um, and, yeah, man, I mean, around the league, Rangers, yikes. Uh and I don't know. I don't know. We The Yankees actually had a fun week. Probably not going to talk about that, but uh, we're we're in the teeth of September now, Trev. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, it's for most teams, not for most teams, excuse me. For some teams, it's get ready for the postseason. For some teams, it's battle for your life. And for some teams, all the guys are like, dude, where are we going on vacation? There's a lot of different mindsets happening in the big leagues right now, and I really do mean that. Clubhouses are so different this time, depending on where you're at in the standings. The Braves don't give a shit. No. 
All they're doing is they're staying in the training room saying, like, make sure I'm healthy. D-backs, Cubs, Giants, those teams are fighting for their life every single day at the ballpark is like the playoffs right now. And then there are some teams who are just like, man, where am I going to pack my stuff up? My, where am I going to send my two-bedroom apartment that I have here? I better get a storage unit. It's about time mm. to go home. Take us home, Poppy. Take us home to some National League baseball because that's what we do on Fridays. Trev knows it, and Trev knows what's a factor in his life. It is factor, a true story. Had it for dinner last night, warehouse in Jersey City. Back to the office to record Talking Yanks because I'm a little diffy. Uh, Didn't have dinner. Am I going to order something? We had factor meals in the fridge I put that chicken and zucchini in there. Two minutes, fired up in the microwave, bing bong, stirred around, ate it all up. They've got their gourmet plus options prepared to perfection. Chef's kiss, ready to eat in record time. Uh, upscale meals, including some premium broccolini, truffle butter. Oh, remember mm. that song? Some asparagus. They've got 45 plus add on. So add on what you want to add on. And you can head to factormeals.com slash talking50. Use code talking50 and you'll get 50% off. That's code talking50 at factormeals.com slash talking50 to get 50% off. Save yourself cooking time. Save yourself shopping time. uh, And have yourself a nice little meal like I did literally last night. Trev, you mentioned fighting for your life. Giants, Cubbies. These are two teams scrapping for the wild card. Maybe the Cubbies fighting for the Central and Justin Steele's fighting for the Cy Young. We talked about him on all JM. Eight innings, zero earned run. Bit of a shootout the next day. Seiya Suzuki, you might hear more about him later. Had to earn his keep and he's been earning his keep. A four-hit day in that second game. And then the Cubbies bring out the broomsticks. Belly and Saya again. And how about the kid, Jordan Wicks? Breaking Cubs rookie records. Cubbies sweep. Giants, be careful. It matters right now. The Philadelphia Phillies take two or three from the San Diego Padres. And unfortunately, that is obvious. Uh, Kyle Schwarber. Hoops on a ball. Taiwan Walker racks up another win. And Bryson Stott, my goodness. The Padres, after game two, where they win 8-0 in classic Padre fashion, they had the lowest ERA of a pitching staff in baseball. Put that in their weird caveats for this year because they lost another series. Zach Wheeler comes out, shuts them down. Phillies get the dub as Schwarbo and Real Muto homer again in that one. Good team, bad team, a little bit. Brewers, be careful, Milwaukee. You can't be dropping two or three to the Pirates. And that's what they did. And a little snaps for the Pirates because you can butter knife their numbers a little bit. They've been playing winning ball for about a month and a half now. Uh, They take down Corbin Burns. Brian Hayes has been playing awesome recently. He plays well. He homers in both games. They win this series. The game that the Brewers get, Woodruff, seven-inning shut piece. Sal Freelick, two hits. 
And he's coming to the John Boy Media office today. Yep. Buckle up. Short Kings. We ride. Uh, but Milwaukee, don't lose two out of three to Pittsburgh, kid. The Diamondbacks take two out of three. Little good team, bad team here. They take the bread games. Fortitude in that first one. Merrill Kelly, how's your seven innings, 12 punchies? Uh, and best. in that last game, they put up a 12 spot. Tommy Pham, you might have know what he did last night too, but a big game there. Alec Thomas turns on one. Five RBI uh, in that middle game. Hey, go Colorado, go. Uh, Cole Tucker got hit by a pitch. Proud of you, kid. Uh, the Dodgers played the hot, hot, hot Miami Marlins. I think they put up a six-game winner after they win the first two games of the series. They take down Kershaw. Jazz Chisholm, don't throw that in here. He squashes the bug and turns on one. And then they put up an 11 spot the next game. Little Joey Wendell with his second hover of the season. Uh, Dodgers, final game. They win 10-0. How about Pepe? Yo, seven innings, shut piece. Man, a lot of moving parts in Dodgers land. The Miguel Rojas return series. We love him. Good guy. Braves Cardinals. Cardinals took two out of three? That's because they hit. They put up double digits in the first two games. Jordan Walker, Tyler O'Neill, Contreras, Goldie, oh my. Last game, Braves get it back. Freed gets the quality start, uh, and basically everybody homers for the Braves. That's, that's kind of one of their traditions. And battling it out at the bottom of the National League East, uh, the Mets and Nats split two games. So uh, Quintana wins in that first one. Uh, and then Jacob Young with the walk-off RBI single. Not in my book. Sorry, Nats fans. Now he is forever. That's what happened in the National League. Let's kick it to Trev for the standings. Trev! Oh, I forgot that I do oh, that now. All my right. God. My bad. I'm here, though, Pops. I told you I'm ready. I got so many notes in front of me. It's ridiculous. In the NL East, Atlanta, by now you got to know, 91 and 48. Mm. They're 14 games up on the Phillies. Who said at 77 and 62? Miami. Behind the Phillies at 72 and 68. Then you mentioned them 64 and 75, 63 and 77. The Mets and the Nationals bringing up the rear of that East. In the Central, Milwaukee has a two game lead at 77 and 62 above those Chicago Cubbies who are at six, 76 and 65. They're up two and a half, three and a half, two and a half games. Well, I can't do math. Three and a half games on the Reds who are 73 and 69. Pirates and St. Louis bringing up the rear in that division. Dodgers out west, 85 and 54. They have a 13 game lead on Arizona, who's 73 and 68. The Giants dead even at 70 and 70. Padres, 66 and 75. They're 20 games back. Still not technically eliminated mm. for the division. Three game uh, magic number for them. Colorado, see you later. Congrats on Col- Col- Tucker up in the wild card race. Philly is enjoying a five-game advantage over Miami. Then it's the Cubs, who enjoy a three-game advantage over Miami. And then it's the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are 73-68. and And they're a half game up on Miami and Cincy, who are 72-68, and 73-69. and 
Giants two and a half games back. Padres, we already called you dead. You're seven games back for the wild card. And those are the standings. <laughs> Thank you, Trevor. A lot uh, of numbers right there. A lot of numbs. A lot of numbers. Uh, Pittsburgh a half game below San Diego. Crazy. Mets a game behind them. Um, Trevor, you're my notes guy. And we're a crown Oh, pod. gosh. And these are two teams you fancy. Your Giants get the broomsticks busted out by the Cubbies. Cubbies continue their good brand of baseball. I gave them my award last time we talked. Like, if you keep fending off all these teams coming for you, I'm going to really believe Steele uh, has obviously won us over. Giants offense has been struggling lately. What do you got, Hank? Yeah, I mean, the... Cubs are kind of rounding into some sort of a complete team here. They looked really good in this series. Obviously, they get the sweep behind Steele in game one. Uh, eight innings pitch, two hits, 12 Ks. Unreal. We're going to talk more about Suzuki in a little bit, but he was a menace all series long. It was all Cubs in the first game. Uh, second game, Lamont Wade Jr. says, I'm going to put the team on my back. First pitch of the game, laces the homer. And then J.D. Davis, the no-stride homer, which Giants fans tell me if he does that a lot. I haven't seen it, uh, but I noticed it right away with him. He hits a homer, puts the Giants up 6-4, and then Suzuki ties the game. This is in the bottom of the seventh. And then it was an air on Schmidt. He kind of uh, get the ball rolling here in this bottom of the seventh. He tries to go home, bounces the throw, gets past the catcher, and then it's the Morell show. Yeah. Bomb. We have that camera angle that's weird, like you're sitting in the front row of like the first base side dugout seats. Bat flip comes back. He's got some swag to him. Love that. Um, and that's it. They yeah, went eleven eight in that second game, and then they go off. Jordan Wicks has a nice game. That's a big um step for the Cubs to have him throwing the way he's thrown. Uh, early in his big league career, you know, Assad kind of got, I think it was last night. Yeah, he got kind of roughed up last night, but he's been really good for them. So now we're talking like nice four-man rotation, see what happens with Stroman. Um, the Cubs in that last game were up 6 nothing by the fourth. I mean, they they put the business down, brought the Giants down to 500, man, Inst- extended their lead as a second wildcard team. Like uh, uh, just an overall great series by, by the Cubs. L6 and the... In the streak column for San Francisco, and they're sitting at 500, 70 and 70, two and a half games back. They're playing the Rocks this weekend. Got to handle your business Oops. a little bit. But I know, I know Giants fans are in their feelings right now. I, I, couple, couple Twitter replies and DMs that were some, some people looking to next year, some people just thinking the offense is toast right now. Uh, bad vibes in San Francisco, and you know now they got to jump three teams to get in the playoffs. It's it's obviously all still there, and if it clicks, it clicks. But man, September eighth, nervous times in the Bay. Yeah, Gabe's got to stoke the fire, do something, get the boys done. You know, you're right. Look, L six, fine. This is baseball, people. I, I think, you know, whenever we talk about teams like this, you know, the Rangers are one of them. They've been horrible. We'll, we'll get into it later. Uh, you know, Giants losing six in a row. At this point in the season, like, there's still time. 
two and a half games back. You got to flip the switch quickly, but you can. Like I said, it's baseball, and they're a good team. Um, it can be, and it could be anything that that stokes that. Someone can come in and take naked BP in front of the boys and mm. get everyone laughing, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's just a game, and bam, you go on a winning streak. It's stupid stuff like that. You don't have to do that, Brandon Crocker, but if you wanted to. Oh. I'd watch. Uh, I'm just saying, you know how things go in baseball, dude. Trev. Flip of a switch. The Yankees are not a good team. They're don't, seven games out of the wild card, and Yankee don't. fans had hope after a five-game win streak. So, and then you lost, and, and then it's all gone. <laughs> that's not a team like the San Francisco Giants that at points this year has gone. So, yeah, uh, L6 is bad. Throw up a dub six. Uh, and we'll be high. We'll sweep the Rockies. Go handle business. Handle your business season. Uh, speaking of, I, I think the Phillies, a rematch of last year's NLCS. Uh, Phillies take two out of three from the Padres. Trev, I know it hurts our souls a little bit to say it. This is a little bit good team, bad team at this point of the season. Uh, and Wheeler uh, on that last day shutting it down is is kind of the difference. Let's uh, we're gonna talk about Wheeler later on in the show. Really? Let's just say we're really gonna get into. It. Okay, that's exciting. Uh, games two and three were pretty lopsided. Uh, Padres dominated game two. Tatis hit a fucking laser homer. Uh, Lorenzen has been getting roughed up since he had the no hitter. I believe after the no hitter, he took some time off. Like a, he skipped the start, or it was like nine days in between starts, or something like that. He hasn't been the same uh, since. Uh, so that's something to look out for if you're a Phillies fan. But like I said, Padres dominant game two. Game three is all Philly, and Wheeler does his thing. Game one is really kind of where it was. The the Philly was up 8-1 to one in the third inning, Jake. Uh, Schwarber hits his 40th homer, back-to-back 40th homer seasons. Congratulations. And then it's 9-7 Philly in the eighth inning. Double steal. Tatis steals third. Trail runner goes behind him. Ball. Yeah. Bad throw hits Brian Onora, who, you know, crazy. if you know Brian Onora, he ain't getting out of the way of that. He don't have the <laughs> mobility to get out of the way of that. Squares him up in the chest. It would have been a 9-8 game with Manny Machado with a runner on third base less than two outs. He ends up striking out, but it's a whole different bat game, everything. I mean, a sh- as bad as the Padres season has been, is like, has it been like this, Padres fans? Yes. Something like that happens? Yes. Because your team leads all of baseball in starter ERA. Like, there's so many good things that have happened, but so many bad things that have happened to counter it. It's crazy to me. And then even at the end, they have first and third, go ahead, run at the plate in the ninth, can't get it done. So, like, you know, 9-7, they fought back. From from an eight to one deficit, and then just kind of weird play happens in the eighth. Don't get the job done in the ninth. It's um, I I I, I don't I can't say good team bad team, but I guess that's what it is. Padres have been under five hundred since May May twelfth. So I don't know. Uh, Schwarbo, I think he puts out his 41st. And they're, they're tank jobs. He's got more homers than singles. Um, and, yet yeah, the, the Phillies homer basically every day. And it's almost October, so it's almost time to hear A-Rod talk about the difference between a good bunt and a homer in the playoffs. But yeah. those homers play pretty good. And 
Our guy Trey Turner also at one point was uh, seven homers in seven games. Uh, so, yeah. They... More on the Phillies later. Let's get snaps for Turner. I believe has had a son named Tatum. Oh, Tatum Turner? I believe. Maybe double-check that for yeah. me. It's on, it's on his IG page. Congrats. Tatum Turner. Nine months after the contract. Um, Brew Crew Pirates. Trev, um, I was surprised to see some Pirates stats. And again, you guys know your teams better than us. The Pirates haven't been on the forefront for a while. Confirmation on Tatum, Biebs? Confirmed. Tatum, Trey Turner. Woo! TTT? High T. Oh, boy. Oh, my. Love that. Uh... Yeah, the Pirates at one point, I, I think as of right now, they're 20 and 17 since July 29th. Like, Pirates playing a wild card level form of baseball, even though. Okay, I, I dig it. I dig what you're trying to do. I hey, get it. That's a decent product, man. That's kind of. As a fan of a team that's been looking for a decent product, that's a decent product. Unfortunately, maybe the most seen highlight from this series was the Bednar strike three to end the game. That was about uh, a foot outside, so you don't yeah, love that. that. Was tough. Especially if you're a Brewers team that you know you're you're in the mix of this. You're trying to hold off the the streaking Cubbies behind you. Um, your guy Key Brian has been going. What else do you have from here, Trev? Um, you know, can, yeah, good job uh, on that 20 and 17 record, Pirates. I, I dig it. I, I dig that, you know, this is a young team still trying to find its footing and they're, you know, it's in a tough season. They started off so well, then you just get obliterated. To finish strong would be would be nice for them to go into the offseason with that feeling. That's That means something. Uh, Jack Stawinski has, is having such a strange year. Uh, game one, he ties the game with the homer off of Burns, and then Key Bryan, who was 0 for 15 mm. off of Corbin Burns, hits the homer to put him ahead. Uh, Kutch RBI double insurance run, so they get that game. Second game, all Brewers. Woodruff dominates; he's been phenomenal. Um, you know, one of the reasons we love the Brewers, obviously, is their starting pitching, and Woodruff is just he can put a team on his back. Mm. Uh, game three, two strike, three run homer in the first for Adamas. Milwaukee's like, we're going to win the series. We're going to do it. Pirates answer back. And yeah, that's the Bednar call at the end. Yeah. That thing was, uh, you know, it's tough, man. It's tough right there. I saw another, another call somewhere. I believe it was Hedges Mm. in Texas. God, it wasn't even close. And got one. I, I I could be mistaken on that, but there were some bad calls all around uh, the league. That's just how it is, people. But congrats to the Pirates, man. And for Milwaukee, you just got to stay the course. Two-game lead up on the Cubbies. They're not too worried about this. Yeah, they uh, don't make it a bad road trip. Milwaukee heads to the Bronx this weekend uh, where the, the Yanks – surprisingly have a little more juice than they have. Don't make it a bad road trip. You know, like you mentioned clubhouses are different this time of year. It's a long season. I mean, Brewers have still very much to play for, but you know, a a bad road trip can sneak up on any team in baseball. Don't let that happen. Jack Sawinski, if you just look at his, uh, his slash, um, 
332 OEP, 445 slugging, 777 OPS. You like. You like, Poppy. I like. Nine bags, 23 homers, uh, 59 runs driven. He's hitting 206. Yeah. So he's getting on base. He's walking, doing what he needs to do. But he's 205 career hitter. Is this like uh, Joey Gallo light? Oh. Um, Is that what we're doing? He's got some freaky baseball savant stuff. He plays some center field. Like I, yeah, that's I don't what I'm know. saying is this is this a Joey Gallo light type? You don't of guy? want you don't want to necessarily put that on a young player with what, what? Joey Joey Gallo has been an all star. Don't don't disrespect Joey Gallo with what Joey Gallo is now. What Joey Gallo was doing uh, is a really high compliment, um, but it's also a. Uh, it's a risky line to tow because, as we're kind of seeing now, if you start towing it, well, the if wrong it way, is what it is, he struck out 149 times already this year. I mean, right. this is, it's, I'm just making a comparison. Okay, well, I know. I don't know how he is in the shower. I was gonna say I, I say know that. another comparison for Sawinski. He is six two two fifteen. Yeah, what's that? Polish got a little bit of that in me. Cabrian Hayes nine fifty three OPS in the second half. Uh, currently has a. 3.6 war. Okay. Okay. Got a lot of autographed Key Brian Hayes rookie cards. It's awesome. Do you still have your plant? No, uh, I got Caterpillars got it, dude. Oh, damn. Dude, it was brutal. Like they Caterpillars. like get in there, you can't really see them. They start pooping all over it. Yeah. Damn. I got a few nugs. I have a I have a friend uh Last name Bridges, who's a world traveler, and yeah. uh, they posted an IG story with like this crazy looking caterpillar, and it was like, oh wow, yeah, you're in a different part of the world, sick caterpillar. And then their next post was like, if this caterpillar bites you, you will die from internal bleeding. <laughs> Whoa, uh, love that. So everyone, be careful with your caterpillar. Probably in Australia, if I had to guess. That sounds Australian. Somewhere in the Caribbean. I don't know. I don't know. I know the D backs took two out of three from the Rocks. Uh, and again, you can, not that it's happened yet or we can talk about it. They beat the Cubbies last night. Uh, Merrill Kelly with a dominant performance. Uh, and then, yeah, it's, it's a weird mix of kids and Tommy Pham showing up at different times. Uh, and GTBT, good team, bad team. Did I see that? Uh, let me see this one sec, one sec, one sec. Okay, I'm checking this out. Rockies. Defensive war leaders, according to Baseball Reference, has Gabriel Moreno as the highest rated defender. Is he doing it like that? I thought this guy was supposed to just be a banger. If you're a war person, 3.3, the OPS is plus from the catching position. And I believe there are uh, some Snakes butter knife stats that, because they're one, the Snakes' worst streak this season. Uh, Moreno was out. Trev, how about this? In starts, 47 and 31. 47 wow. and 31 when Gabriel Moreno is behind the dish. Yo. I've been to Barquisimeno in Venezuela, bro. They grow them out there. I like that. I've been to the mall in Barquisimeno. How about that? Wearing a oh. USA baseball jumpsuit. You and Homer Bailey. Not standing out. Homer Bailey. <laughs> hey, where are these guys from, huh? 
Legit, we had armed security guards following us around. And we got to the stadium, guys with AK-47s. It's a different world, Poppy. Might have caterpillars there, too. They might have some caterpillars there. The catching bubbles on Sonat for Moreno are nuts. 84th percentile blocking, 100th percentile caught stealing above average. Not a great framer. An 85th percentile pop time. So what? A, not a great framer. He's just getting that all from blocking the ball, blocking and chucking, <laughs> and throwing guys out. What? Don't say blocking and chucking. You know when I was in uh, Venezuela. Okay, here uh, we go. Let's just go. On. I had a great time. I really <laughs> did. Um, love the people there. Like we hung with like the kids in the stadium. They just love ball, dude. It's awesome, awesome time. Um, one day we're all hungry. And we stop our bus. There's a guy selling empanadas, bro. Mm. Got a cart out there. And we stopped. We bought all of them. Totals. Like hundreds of empanadas and just gave this guy a bunch of cash. I'd never seen someone happier in my life. Okay. You couldn't believe it. <clears throat> Greatest empanada I've ever had right there. Street empanadas in Venezuela. Gabriel Moreno. Here's a here's a cut for you. Since July 1st, and he missed a little time with injury. Since July 1st, Trev, how's this from your catcher? 330 batting average, 404 on base, 984 OPS. Ooh, I like that. That I matters. Like okay. That matters. That's a guy Jordan guy. Waller getting the call. Gabriel Moreno doing his thing. Tommy Pham doing his thing. Evelyn Gory, hottest guy in the show. D-backs called up Jordan Lawler, top prospect. We saw a couple top prospects. And, hey, this is one of those things. So, you know, we dream about being in an MLB front office, and this is what we do in Cuban ball players. They call up Jordan Lawler, big-time prospect, six overall that pick. Again? What's that? Say Jordan Lawler I'm again? struggling with it. <laughs> six pick in the 2021 draft. You know who, you know who they had to DFA to do that, Trev? Ooh, I don't. Nick Ahmed. Ah. Ten years in the org. September of like one of their up and coming seasons. Man, that's a, it's a tough to sit, tough call to make. Those are tough combos, man. Um and decisions like that can usually go one way or the other pretty quick. Let's uh let's see what the kid let's see what the kid's got. Um, Rockies, you called Wait, back hold up. on. Mer- Merrill Kelly's complaining about how hot it is. Don't they play inside? I think he's been cramping a lot, right? Oh, yeah. He's just talking about got to change my jersey. Pitchers are so wow. funny with that. We got some brew crew dudes in the office. Handsome, yes. strong. Nice. Um, yeah, I know Kelly's been cramping lately. Um, so am I, though. Uh, Any position players out there complaining? Rockies play Cole Tucker. Um, Marlins 2-3 from the Dodgers. Now, Trev, there's some, and I think our last two sets really don't matter too much, but Dodgers, we never really talked Urias on here because we're coming off of Labor Day. Uh, Pepio steps up in that final game. Marlins fighting for that last wild card. They put on a nice little win streak in their 7-3 and three in their back 10 to get back into it, which there was some nervous times there because Solaire and Alcantara go on the aisle on the same day. Uh, what's the word out in L.A.? I think we'll start with the series before we get into Urias. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do kind of want to apologize to Marlins fans. I went into baseball today, yesterday, and we talked about Sandy and Solaire and what that means 
um, for the Marlins. And in typical Chris Rose fashion, he asked me, are the fish fried? Yes. <laughs> and I said, you know what? Like, I hate putting this on teams, but I think this is too big of a blow for them to handle. I said, mm-hmm. Solaire's been their main source of power. You know, we know what Sandy can do, leader there for the rotation. I know not all year has gone as he's liked, but this is still Sandy Alcantara we're talking about. Uh, and then people, man, they got all over me. Jake Berger exists. Yes. Josh Bell exists. Jazz Chisholm exists. I'm like, you know what, dude? Fine. Yeah. You guys win. Let's get these guys to step up and be the power threats that they can be. Joey Wendell exists. So are the fish fried? I said, yes. I don't know. You guys might have changed my mind. That's okay, people. This is me admitting that I was wrong yesterday. How about that? Game one. Speaking of freaking Berger and Bell, they homer to put the freaking Marlins up. And then CT3, he hits a homer to tie it up on an 0-2 pitch. Puck was pitching all over the place Mm. in this series. And then De La Cruz, forgot to mention him. Yeah. He hits a two-run homer. Chisholm hits a homer. So, like, hey, Trev, you're an idiot. The power is still here. Win the first game 6-3. to Then game two, a fifth inning that saw your guy. Say his name. Ricky Nolasco. I love Ricky Nolasco so much. (laughs) So much. Say his name. Joey Wendell. He has a homer and a single all in the fifth inning. Both RBIs. Love that. Chisholm home run. Sanchez home run. Arise double. Joey Wendell added another double in the seventh. They just poured it on the Dodgers to take game two. And then the game three, the Dodgers were like, fuck this. We're going to ask the foul line dude to chuck a ball in the stands for us. And they just crushed it. Pepio, you know, which will lead us into the Urias conversation. Pepio steps up, has a perfect game through, what, like six and two-thirds before it gets broken up. Dodgers show, you know, who they are as a team. Uh, But a very nice series for the Marlins. And like I said, you know, there are some teams that are cruising, some teams that are done. The Marlins are right in the thick of it. Every day is a playoff game for them right now. So they did a good job. little video tribute for our guy, Miggy Rojas, Chris Rose rotation. Uh, the, the reason I mentioned Ricky Nolasco for, besides knowing how much that tickles your pickle, um, second longer, uh, Ricky Nolasco and Miggy Rojas, the second longest tenured Marlins behind retired infielder Luis Castillo. Um, so I don't know. Never would have guessed that one. Right? man. That's pretty crazy. Um, Urias, Trev, we, we talked a lot earlier in the year about Dodgers starting pitching. Um, then it kind of felt like it came together around the trade deadline. Uh, Lance Lynn looked good. He gets hit again. Uh, and now Urias, I think his second domestic assault, he's, we're not going to see him pitch this year. Um, I guess, I don't know. I'm sure you and Rosie talked about it on baseball today, but what did I, what did I miss there? Uh, yeah. I mean, I just don't think he pitches for the Dodgers. I think this guy who is a free agent going into this, uh, going into next year, hasn't had a great year, but he still has a track record and he was still going to get paid, you know, a hefty bag. But now, I mean, dude, you can't do this. I told Rose, this rule number one for guys, like from the fucking jump, excuse my language. If kids are listening, you need to hear it. Rule number one, don't put your hands on women. What are you doing? Ever. It's the, it's the easiest rule. 
Like Dude, no gray. You know, like, no gray on that one. Yeah. I'm like my eight year old son already knows that. Isla hits him all the time. So like, you can't really hit her back, bro. And sometimes I'm like, Isla, you know, don't take advantage of this rule, <laughs> sweetheart. Isla found a like, loophole. Come on. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm not trying to, like, talk about this and just in a contract situation or a baseball situation because there's real-world stuff here. And you're just at this precipice of your life where it's you're about to make, I don't know, $150 million? And you can't control yourself, dude? Like, it's... It's crazy. I don't know, man. I guess it exposes true character. And this is like, dude, I, I'll be the first to admit, one of my favorite pitchers to watch in baseball. I've touted this guy for so long. You know, big game pitcher. Love what he can do on the mound. But if you're that dumb to put your hands on a woman, what? You're, I'm out. I'm out, bro. Yeah. And th- Yeah, this is the second time. First time, nothing happened. Charges dropped or never filed, whatever. You know, maybe maybe at that time you're like, hey, it's a mistake, man. I don't know, what, whatever. Like, you, you, you maybe give a, a little leeway even though you really shouldn't. Maybe you don't know all the facts, but a second time around, come on, man. Trev, I, I'll tap into my, you know, Chris Chris Rose had a had an all-time rant, uh, not on this topic, and I, don't, I won't even say the name because they shouldn't be lumped in because it's totally separate. But, man, the... The privilege of being a good MLB player and then hit free agency. Like, to hear the players around baseball talk about that. Like, you put in you so much. You never hit free agency. You put you in. Never. S- there's, it's a 1% of players that hit, like, a true right free agency. And this guy had a chance to, like, set a bar for players after him for the contract he could have potentially got. You're. Your ERA leader from last year at age 25, a guy that ended World Series games, um, and none of that matters now because uh, you're just a bad dude. Um, and so, yeah, I, where I, I've found myself landing in anything like this, each person has their own barometer of how you deal with this. Maybe you see Julio Urias in a, in a couple years and – you forgive him, and he's become better, and people make mistakes. Maybe he's out for you, and I, I don't know if that's wrong. I don't know if that's wrong, but... Oh, uh, he's out for me. I mean, talk about screwing the pooch, man. Um, he was on his second chance. Out. Stupid. And now, you know, let's talk about uh, for the Dodgers. You know, now your rotation is going to look a lot different. You got Kershaw. You got Bobby Miller. And you have Lance Lynn. Those are like your three guys that have made a bunch of starts. Pepio now kind of enters the mix. Now it's like, can Walker Bueller come back and be something for us? Because we kind of need it. He ain't going seven innings when he comes back, though. Like he might piggyback with somebody. Like the Dodgers are going to have to deep, dig deep, which they do better than anyone. Dig into their organization and find people to fill innings and to fill spots and vacancies. But I think this is going to be difficult, man. I know Julio hasn't been great all year, so it's not like he's, they're losing an ace. But, I mean, he is an ace. If In the playoffs, give me that guy. If Julio had his first playoff appearance, he's one, two, three in the first, we'd all go, oh, there he is. There's that guy. Um, 
Screw him. Um, damn. I think last two NL series, uh, there's Braves, Cardinals. I mean, I'm snaps for the Cardinals for bringing out the big sticks and <laughs> winning a series and everyone padding their stats. Some of the kids, Gorman, Jordan Walker. Uh, Braves, I mean, they, they have a chance to clinch this weekend. It's a reminder it's September 8th. Uh, so uh, I don't I don't have much to add there. And then Mets Nats they played two, so I'm I'm kind of good on that as well. All good. Besides Spencer Strider making me look silly, I voted for you for your yeah pedal on the All JM team. And then you go have a stinker. Six earned run six six earned runs in two and two thirds. Um, yeah, I mean Braves don't care. Like I said, they're coasting. Mason Wynn, first MLB home run. That's a name you might have to get used to um, around baseball. Nolan Gorman, you know how many homers he has on the year, Trev? Ooh, got a great rookie card of his signed. Uh, I don't. I'm going to say 22. 27 ding-dongs for Nolan Gorman. Hello. I did want to say, I saw a tweet. This is a Yankees Twitter tweet. Um. From somebody. Gosh, I, I wish I had the handle. I don't. They're going to know who they are okay. if they're listening to this. They tweeted out about how Wainwright might have might have pitched the worst first pitch ever <laughs> yeah. in a ball game, throwing 86 miles an hour down the middle to Acuna, who just rocketed it yeah. out to center field. I mean, I saw that tweet. Maybe, maybe search for that on Twitter quick. First wor- Worst first pitch ever. It should pop up. It, X, excuse me. Um because, yeah, it's a tough for Acuna setting leadoff records to get 86 down the dick from Wayno. That's That ain't it. Wayno, we all, everybody respects you, but I don't think they're going to respect a OO pitch down the middle like that. But I love Wayno, dude. This guy, tell you what, Wayno's going to be in front of your face for a long time because he's going to be in media somewhere. He, he might be Smoltz's relief pitcher. Um, he might be. Your relief pitcher, me and Wayne okay. on here. Oh, okay. shower boys! Still on the hunt for that tweet, but the Cespedes guys tweeted for Rain Wainwright at bats versus Acuna tonight. Eighty-six mile power fastball down the middle, homer. Eighty-six mile power fastball middle in, ground out. Seventy-one mile an hour curveball low and away, almost a homer. Seventy-one mile power curveball low and away again, homer. Yeah. Tough to, kind of on a different planet right now. Tough to pitch to that guy right now. Uh, no, it's not tough, Roan. Uh, oh! Because they are getting you ready for kind of any occasion. Uh, because it's comfortable, breathable, and flexible. Their commuter collection. That's kind of the 1-1. One, one. Uh, and Roan has stepped up to help you out with comfy pants, dress shirts, Q-zips, that's short for quarter zips, and polos. They have their four-way stretch fabric that provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy whatever life throws your way. Anti-odor tech, if that's something you're dealing with. I just found a new deodorant. That's been kind of game-changing for me. But their Gold Fusion anti-odor technology will help you out, and it's 100% machine washable. So, fellas... Wear it, throw it in the wash, do it, wear it again. And if you head to roan.com slash baseball, promo code 
baseball. Remember that. You'll save 20% off your entire order. More you buy, the more you save. Head to rhone.com slash baseball. Use code baseball. Click the link in the description. Oh, boy, Trevor. The Texas Rangers invited the big bad wolf into town, and they got the house blown down. The Houston Astros sweep the Texas Rangers. You know why, Trev? 13 runs, 14 runs, 12 runs. Yo. Every Houston Astro was eligible for standout performance in Enfuego. And, okay, so you know you got Frambert in that middle game. Altuve has a two-homer game, and so does Mauricio Dubon in the first. But if you're Texas, here we go. Scherzer Verlander. Let's tee it up, fellas. Nope. Scherzer gets knocked around. He gives up a seven spot. Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon give their best efforts in this series, and it's not enough. Dolis Garcia is hurt. Josh Young, they're calling up a top prospect, but the Texas Rangers have fallen out of the playoffs. Oh, my God. The Tampa Bay Rays, they faced off with the Aston Red Sox as the Red Sox try to stay in it, and they do on Bayo Day, and that's obvious. Tristan Casas has won us all over, along with Yoshida as they battle for some Rookie of the Year's honors. But B. Lau, Brandon Lau goes walk-off three-run tank job in the 11th. And then Tyler Glass now, little teaser, might hear more about him in a little bit because uh, he went six innings, three hits, 14 strikeouts against a really good hitting team. Uh, Rafaela, the prospect for the Sox, he has a big game in there. Uh, but Rays take two out of three in Boston. If they want to stay in it, they can't be dropping sets. The Minnesota Twins take two out of three from the guard dogs. Let's go, Twins. That first game is a disaster for baseball. Um, our guy Lucas Giolito gets knocked around. We don't love that. Uh, and frankly, I don't love David Fry pitching four innings of relief as the backup catcher. Uh, That just ain't it. Royce Lewis keeps hitting grand slams. That's pretty cool. Uh, And hey, Gavin Williams, like him a lot, Cleveland. Uh, He helps them get the win in a combined two-hitter in that final game. Kind of hate the guard dogs again. Blue Jays, two out of three from the Oakland Athletics. My goodness, they win that first game in extras. Santiago Espinal with the tie-breaking double. Pinch hit. Uh, That's some big boy stuff out of him. Uh, Your Blue Jays win that second game behind the Bassett Hound. Uh, My favorite signing of the offseason. Eight innings, one earned run. A's, okay. Behind J.P. Sears and Kevin Smith and Carlos Perez. Get it done in the last game. To salvage the set. Uh, Blue Jays, you did enough. You would have liked one more. And then the series everyone's talking about. How is this above the Orioles? Royals take two out of three from the White Sox. Um, I don't know. Cole Reagans has been doing awesome things. Uh, Edward Oliviares 
Olivares? I think I added a syllable in there. He's been raking. Uh, so is Melendez, Nelson Velasquez in that middle game. White Sox take the last one. You already turned off your ears. The Baltimore Orioles, they sweep the Angels, and unfortunately, that's obvious. Uh, Gray Rod, Grayson Rodriguez, go check out his splits recently. Kyle Gibby with the quality start in that last game, and they won the middle game uh, in extra innings. Man, hey, a shout-out for our uh, switch-hitting king, Renjifo, who's coming off of Player of the Week. We talked about him a little bit. Austin Hayes had a four-hit day. I mean, definition of good team, bad team, unfortunately. Nolan Chenewell. And the Yankees take two out of three from the Tigers. They win five in a row. The kids are up. The energy's different. This city, this city. They lose the last game to the Tigers. Carlos Rodon gets rocked. Season's over. Trev, you want to tell them about those American League standings? As soon as I get there, Poppy. Mm-hmm. Still struggling with that one. In the AL East, the Baltimore Orioles had the best record in the AL at 88 and 51. Tampa Bay Rays four games behind them at 85 and 56. Those Blue Jays, 11 and a half back in the division, 77 and 63. Then it's Boston at 72 and 68, and the Yankees at 570 and 70. Uh, in the central greatest division that's ever been assembled, 73 and 67 for the Twins. They're six and a half games up now on the Guard Dogs, who are 67 mm. and 74. Detroit is 64 and 76. I don't I can't even read the rest of these. It's bad, people. <laughs> White Sox and Royals. It's bad. Yeah. Can't. In the West, a little bit better out here. Houston, 80 and 61. They're a half game up on the Mariners now, who are at 79 and 61. Texas, 76 and 63, following a bad stretch of games here. Angels, Oakland bringing up the rear of that division. Oakland's won 43 games. In the wild card, it's the Tampa Bay Rays at the top. Then the Seattle Mariners, who are two games above Toronto, who has the last wild card spot as of now at 77 and 63 really the only threat there is the texas rangers who are a half game back boston can we add you in at five games back i guess that's the standings in the ale thank you trevor uh yeah we got got some yankees red sox games coming up so they it might just be mutually agreed destruction uh coming up in a little bit. Uh, but for now, let's jump back to the top because the biggest topic, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of little things in these series, nothing too major, um, except the Houston Astros sweeping the Texas Rangers, and it's one of those almost a lump-in-your-throat moment where it's like, okay, so the Houston Astros are in first place in the West again, all right? Uh, at 80 and 61, half game up on Seattle. So I don't want to get too dramatic in this right now. Um, the Texas Rangers are three games back of Houston out of the dance. We said the Blue Jays, they hit, they were two and a half out of the wild card. And we said, hey, it's not scary yet, but no mistakes. They don't. They hop back in. And if you're the Texas Rangers, man, I don't know, Trev, Adelise goes down. You lost Josh Young, two guys that are just like impact players. 
they call up one of their top prospects to try to stop the bleeding. And, hey, uh, tough spot to put a kid in if we're being honest. But there's another part of me that says, like, hey, if he's if he's a guy and he's close to being ready, you kind of got to make your move. So uh, where are you at with this series and both these teams? I think you just start off by congratulating the Houston Astros. That was an ass whooping. You're getting your guys healthy again. Brantley's hitting homers. Jose Abreu, over the last 11 games since coming off the IL, 256, 333, 581. He's got 18 ribbies. I know it's 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 uh, buoyed by a big game here, but if, if you get a semblance of Jose Abreu, the guy that you signed to that uh, three-year, $60 million deal. I mean, we're talking about just adding Jakey Lytics, another good bat to that vaunted lineup that you have. So uh, I thought that's very important. Jose Altuve, I mean, you could just mention anybody. Hey, great series. Altuve is a freaking stud. He's a Hall of Famer. He is. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a stud. He does everything on the field well. He's really done everything. I don't know, man. I could go on and on about Jose Altuve. Um, Rangers hit, excuse me, the Astros hit 16 homers in the three games. They just, they just whooped them, bro. They whooped them. And for the Rangers, I mean, I got some stats. Okay. Since July 1st, their record, 41 and 43, Puffy. We're talking two full months and a little bit into September. Sub-500 team. Bullpen's been a, a huge part of it. Now, the offense was able to mask the bullpen before. You know, the starting pitching's actually been pretty good for the Rangers, uh, but they've been banging the ball around. And, you know, when the offense comes back down to normal life and the bullpen's blowing games, I believe they have more blown saves than saves. I think that's right. So, I've been talking on baseball today about how, look, I don't care about that. Because I think if you get into the playoffs, like things happen. We've seen it just time and time again over the last, you know, five, six years. Oh, the bullpen's a problem. It's going to blow up. Then you just find the right mixture of guys and guys, you know, like it, 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 it something changes and they go off. The problem is the Rangers got to make the postseason for that to happen. Yeah. Like something has to change. Some of these guys, there's actually some decent pitchers out there in that bullpen. They just got to get it done, dude. And they're not. And that it wasn't really the case this series. They just got absolutely crushed by Houston's offense. But dude, if you're the Rangers, I mean, it's it's go time. Like you got to figure something out. Uh, Bochi's got to, you know, be you know that manager that everyone thinks he is, dude. He's Bochi's managed teams that didn't have you know stars and 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 pitching before. I guess they kind of did have pitching. This is a different type of setup for him. And like, to, so he's got to navigate this through September, figuring out some way to wake up a struggling bullpen or else they're not going to make the playoffs and then you won't have the chance to turn it on when the bright lights come out. So it's been a struggle, man. It's really been a struggle. I, I'll i do a little bit of decent news for Texas uh, and then I've got some good news for baseball fans and then I'll, I'll taste the Astros up. Uh, Simeon and Seager still are hitting and doing their thing. You still have Nathaniel Lowe, like Garver. You, and they're about to play three against Oakland at home. So, like, you can almost pencil in two out of three. 
Would like to see three out of three. Do not lose that series, Texas, because then it's almost like it's over. After Oakland, the Texas Rangers are playing four games in Toronto. That's playoff baseball. I mean, yes. it's, it is. Uh, Avaldi Bassett, Scherzer Ryu, Monty Kikuchi, John Gray Gossman. That's basically a five-game set. Um, so, baseball fans, get yourself ready to get a second monitor up for that one. Get through the weekend, Texas. Let's see what Evan Carter, the kids, got. Maybe he can provide a spark. On to tasting Houston. Trev, do you remember there was a point in the middle of the summer that their, their offensive numbers just weren't there? Like, they were just middle of the pack, almost like lower than that. They are now fourth in average, fifth in on base, sixth in OPS, fifth in runs. Jordan was out for a while. Bregman has started to go nuts. Altuve missed time, and now he's starting to go nuts. Jose Abreu, I mean, that's just sprinkles at this point, who is a guy that can give you a two-homer, seven-RBI day. Michael Brantley is back, one of the cleanest hitters in, like, baseball history. Dr. Smooth. Chaz McCormick Mm. has been having an awesome year. Dusty giving him kind of backhands in his quotes. I don't know if you saw that. He basically said Chaz McCormick isn't a guy for our team, but he said that as a compliment to Altuve and Tucker and Bregman. Like, he was like, oh, Chaz is like, you know, he can be a guy. Like, he's nice. Uh, Chaz right now slides into their eight hole in their perfect lineup. And we've been raving about how good he's been all year. The bad man is back. I, I mean, were they ever gone? We talk about no. teams that don't care about the regular season. They don't, dude. They just don't. They know they're going to be there. It's 162. I think they've taken that to heart in Houston. It's 162. Cream rises to the top, man. And they they constructed a great roster. They just need to get healthy. They need to trade for Verlander. That helps. Yeah. Uh, Framber, Verlander, and then you know Javier, their whole bullpen's there. Yeah. And it, it might be teeing up. Seeing Baltimore jump back up to four games above Tampa, I don't know. I uh, God, if those two teams link up, Baltimore took some of Houston's front office, that would be, uh, that would be fun. How about just getting Yiner Diaz going? Like, talk about a bonus piece. You're talking about Abreu, you're talking about Chaz McCormick down the eight hole. This is a guy who's has an 843 OPS, 21 bombs as a catcher. How many games has he played? He barely has any at bats. I'm gonna read this off quick. 92 games. Like this guy's got 21 duty. homers. Houston loves Maldonado. He handles the staff. I still believe in catchers. I think there's we're still undervaluing parts of their game. Um, here's if Houston wanted to roll out their hitting lineup, this is what they could do: Altuve, Pena, Jordan, Bregman, Tucker, Abreu, Brantley, McCormick, Diaz. That's nine. That's nine. That's everyone. That's every at bat. That's a problem. Do you take? Do you put that on the same tier as the Braves? Yes. See you end of October, huh? 
Are we gonna get it again? Houston Braves. Interested to see how Dodgers operate this October. Because uh, the Mookie Freddie thing, like two guys having that special a season, I think that's dynamic. Um, I think the Phillies still have a little chance of just being fuck you, everyone. Little rematch? Phillies uh, are exactly where they want to be. Oh, I love the Phillies. Let's in the AL, we on. might be getting close to like magic has to happen to get off Houston. They're there every year. The Baltimore Orioles have to happen. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, and you know what? There's some fans. Yeah, in, twins. There's, <laughs> uh, there's some fans in Tampa magic. raising their hands right now, especially what our guy Glass yeah. has been doing. Um, Trev, I, I don't know what you want here. This is a little bit of a, I mean, this is in Tampa. The Lau walk-off is an absolute backbreaker for Boston in the 11th. Um, what, what else do you have? Boston keeps towing the line of like coming right back in the thick of things. Um, and then kind of going back where it's like, oh man, you're almost too far out of it. But I think they're still there. I'm not ready to declare them out of it yet. Rays do take two or three. Bayo looks great in game one. Uh, he actually gives up three in the first inning. Uh, so it looks like it's going to be a rough start. He ends up going six with just those three earned runs. So he settles down after that. Uh, yeah, Tristan Casas, who's been just incredible. Hits a three-run homer to put him ahead. Then a single to put him ahead even more. Then Yoshida gives him the insurance two-run homer. Like, they have the recipe, man. I saw Justin Turner's got 91 ribbies, a career high for him. What a freaking signing that was. Uh, yeah, game two was the walk-off back-and-forth game. Urias, I believe, gives the Red Sox the lead in extras, and then Bilal says, I got game, mm. walks it off. And then game three, maybe my favorite pitching matchup of all year, just two alphas going at it, mm. full pension Piv versus Tyler Glass mm. now. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Last night decides to strike out 14 and six, though. Tampa does their thing, man. Tampa is scary. It's a good Red Sox lineup. Um, yeah, Tampa. And another thing that when it, there's a good Tampa team, uh, in the last two weeks, Fangraphs has three of the top re- three of the top five relievers in baseball coming from Tampa: Fairbanks, Colin Poche, and Robert Stevenson. Um, so, yeah, mix that in with a little glass now, Savali Eflin. Okay. I'll hear you out, Tampa. I'll hear you out, Tampa. Um, twins, guards, I mean, this is, this is your specialty, so I'll, I'll stand back. Uh, this is a series that basically the Guardians had to sweep um, to get back in the race. Twins have a very easy schedule going forward, and in the game one, they just came out and just crushed them. 20-6. to six. You mentioned Fry coming in in the sixth inning. He threw uh, 64 pitches, I believe. Yeah. He threw four innings of ball in this game. And, and honestly, I just – it's within the rules. And, like, Tito, like, congratulations because that's you made the right move. You can't blow your bullpen up in a game that was already lost. So he is operating within the rules. If you're down, you can bring a position player in at any time. If you're ahead, you can only bring him in in the ninth or later. So Tito's like, I'm losing this game. Fry comes in, just lobs meatballs. Joey Gallo hits one. Of course he does to the freaking moon in that one. Uh, Royce Lewis is just 
been incredible. Uh, the second game, Sonny Gray does his thing. Um, twins score again. It's it's kind of a little bit of everybody. Donovan Solano has a big game. Miles Straw tries to come in and catch a ball. Uh, and he's a great outfielder, but it just misreads it, gets by him. Solano clears the bases. Um, and then Guardians avoid the sweep, but I don't think it's it's enough. Uh, Gavin Williams is filthy. They actually have some really good managers. Yeah. They do. You got to give it to them. I'm still I'm mad at the Guardians too because like going into this, you still like had a realistic shot at the division if you just put up some some numbers here. Um, I don't know, man. They punted and then they went for it. Like what a right. weird season for Guardians fans. Seriously, what what is this? And they won't say we punted. And they're and the front office will say, oh, we didn't want to acquire talent because it cost too much in prospect capital. These guys were strictly financial. Do more financial moves. What about free agency? I say this as a compliment, well, to your t- twins, because I don't know if I believe in it. But this is good team, bad team. They're the Cleveland's run differential is down to minus thirty. Um, that's like the same as the Mets. Uh their offensive stats, which Jakey Lytics all year, 27th in OPS, 28th in runs, 30th in homers, 30th. They're out. Guardians no, they're are out. out. Yeah, it's. And the, and the thing is, they like spent some money on a, a guy that can hit homers, and then they trade him away. He ends up going off, you know, in Miami. I don't know, man. Royce Lewis hit. Uh, what are the stats? There's weird stuff. Uh, second player ever with five homers and three grand slams in an eight-game time frame, joining Lou Gehrig. Who? This guy's special, dude. Royce Lewis is is really really good. He was a one-one pick. Like he has the right. pedigree. He's just been hurt. He's believing now. You see, it's changed. Before it was like, all right, I'm here, and I'm surviving. And okay, this is the big these. Once guys feel comfortable with the talent level like he has, look out, dude. Like he can hit the ball out of the park in any shape, any part of the park. Uh, he's just one big fast twitch muscle, dude. Mm. Confidence is key. Uh, I like the twins, man. Like if they can get healthy, I know we're going too far on twins. I'm sorry. I'm just a little excited. Louis Varland. Oh probably going to stay in the bullpen in the kind of like an Andrew Miller type role the rest of the year. So he's going to come out. He's throwing a hundred miles an hour. Minnesota boy. No twins go. I'm going to not comment on you comparing Louis Varland to Andrew Miller. I'm just why? not. Just not. Okay. But watch. Okay. I, I want that to be right. Andrew Miller at his peak is one of the best relief pitchers to ever play baseball. Oh, okay. I I said, and how he's going to be used. Okay, in his role, in his usage, and and honestly, watching Louis Varland, he's going to be like a multi inning guy too. He can do either high leverage early in the game or multi inning. Like they're going to be able to find different ways. It's just a great weapon to have for as a manager. Is what I'm trying to say. Go, Louis. Go, um, Trev. These last four. Jays, Oakland. White Sox, Royals, Orioles, Halos, Tigers, Yanks. Uh, I'm talking a, a taste of Blue Jays in a little bit. 
Um, and I don't know, Davis Schneider, you're the man. Blue Jays handle their business. The other is one of the worst series you could tune into. <laughs> Orioles, sweep, sweep. Uh, and then my Yanks, I'll, I'll be honest, there was some fun this week, but Yankees-Tigers, n- no. Not something needs to I'm be fine talked with about it. today. A lot of, um, of call-ups for your Yanks. Uh, Kyle Gibson's going to be on the Rose rotation, Ooh. so for Oriole Ooh. fans, uh, definitely check that out. I wanted to give a shout-out to somebody else. My guy Lawrence Butler hitting some bombs yeah. for the A's. Uh, we're friends. Okay. And uh, I don't know. That's it. Jason Dominguez is cool. And last Yankee moment, Giancarlo Stan, 400 homers. I know it's uh, – I know everyone's in a little bit of a weird spot with Big G, but that's still – it's fucking insane. Um, is Reed Detmers, like, the best pitcher who's, like, not that good Ooh. statistically? Like, have you watched, like, him pitch? Like, there are times where he's freaking dominant, dude. I would What's I would funny? love to know from Halo fans because I wonder if it's like he has on nights and off nights or if it's if it's something else. Um, he loses it like he like I, yeah. I think it's a third time through the order type thing. Um, but I've just seen him throw just he's lights out he's unhittable at times. It reminds me of like a Blake Snell ish type thing. Except he just has some blow ups, man. Like look, his numbers are just they're not great right now. He's making all his starts. I don't know. Yeah, Angels fans. I mean, he's got a couple seven. Three, I see right now within since July first or July eighth, he's given up seven runs in the game three times. So, just a little Oriole, Orioles Arias Stark before we move on. Um, Henderson, Mountcastle, Hayes, Santander, Rushman, Urias, uh, Hell, Jordan Westberg. Uh, Did you say Arias Stark? Yeah, just listing the names. The Oh, I like that. I like that. Trev, I didn't <laughs> half lie to you. There was only one IL series. I don't think we need to hit the music. Uh, Reds take two out of three from the Mariners. Reds trying to stay in it. Uh, Mariners, obviously, same, same. And this had a little fun. Uh, if you like the youth, Noel V. Marte, who was traded in the Luis Castillo trade, he's just recently been called up for the Reds, playing a little bit, has a couple nice games. Uh, and him and Julio posted a cute picture because they were like literally children in the Mariners minor leagues and mm. their buddies. So that's always one of those things that's pretty cool. And I know you have a few connections like that. You know, you and Billy Butler are still best friends. Me and Billy Butler go way back. He was in a... I know. He ate a bunch of those empanadas <laughs> down in Venezuela. Did. I know he did. <laughs> Crushed about 10 of those bad boys. <laughs> Oh, Billy B. How about that? Um, this was a great series. Aesthetically pleasing. I like um, usually red and green. Bad. But it's you know it's not really a green green. It's more like a sea green. Mm. And it, it goes. It goes. I liked it a lot. Uh, game one it was 5 nothing Reds in the second. Uh, Spencer Steer hitting homers. Seattle had chances at the end of the game. The tying run at the plate in the ninth. Didn't get it done. Uh, game two, Julio puts... The Mariners up 5-1 in the fifth with a three-run homer. He hit another one later in the game. But Encarnacion Strand, Nuevo Marte, they homer in the bottom of the sixth, I believe. Yeah, get him up closer. Then it was Nick Martini. Yeah. Love me an espresso martini. I really mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Not a liquor guy, but give me an espresso martini. I'm all about it. Three-run homer off the bench in the eighth. Yeah. Ties the game. Then 
Strand beats the shift, walk off. He's got Elliot of the Cruz at second base. Just fucking yeah. put the ball in play. He's scoring. He did. Uh, game two. And then game three, Crawford. J.P. Crawford, pod! Three run homer puts uh, the Mariners up six one in the fourth. Big, big dumper hits a homer. They win eight four. Kind of all Mariners last game, but a great series. And I mean, I wouldn't be stoked if this was the World Series, but I like the matchup. Ooh, maybe in like two years. Yeah, give us some yeah. time. Yeah. Luis Castillo. The Reds are like all the way here. Uh, yeah that that CES walk off was funny because he, I mean, he just blocks it the other way. It gets through, and you're like, okay. Outfielder's kind of shallow. Who's running? It cuts to Ellie, and you're just like, oh. He slides head first, bro. His feet are still halfway down the line, but his yeah. fingers are touching the plate. What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> Illegal. Illegal. Uh, casual two-homer game from Julio. And Mike Ford just keeps homering. So Ripping homers. That's, uh, that's what's going on in Seattle. Ian Gabo, big body. Hey, TJ Antone back and twirling it for Cincy. Making guys look dumb. He always does that. Well, two-inning opener. Good for you, kid. Uh, Trev, that brings us to our standout performances. Standout performance. And my standout performer is Blue Moon. Blue Moon is getting ready for the playoffs. Playoffs? It's just around the corner, and you might have to help out your team by sticking to some lucky rituals. And maybe one of those rituals is an ice-cold... Blue Moon. It was brewed by baseball in that Valencia orange peel. It hits different. It just does. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon. So enjoy it all season long. Visit get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball. Have it delivered. A lot of baseball fans, you sometimes it can be tough to watch your team at a bar. A lot of people like to watch it comfort of your own home yell at the screen a little bit, punch a pillow, get Blue Moon delivered, get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball, celebrate responsibly, click the link in the description, standout performances. Standout performances. Where are you going, Trev? I, I told you I was going with a Cub, Ooh. and I am going with my guy, Seiya Suzuki. Do they call it the friendly confines of Wrigley? Where are the friendly confines? I think that's Wrigley. People get mad at me when I say he didn't take go to the Phillies because it's hard to play there. But he went to a, a team with their stadium described as the friendly confines. Just saying, I might have been on to something. If you remember correctly. Anyways, I'm, I'm talking about a game. He, he hit all series long. Went four for five with a double homer, three RBIs in this game. That was Tuesday on the fifth. But really all, all series long. And really, it goes back even farther than that. August 4th. Uh, Dave Ross comes out and says, "Hey, man, like, it's not really working out there. We're gonna, we're gonna bench you a little bit. We're gonna see some other guys." At that time, seven seventeen OPS, you know, like hadn't been doing the things he needed to be do to do offensively. So now he's fighting for time. August fourth, he plays, goes zero for three. August seventh, he pinch hits, goes zero for one. August ninth is the next time that he starts. Okay, since August ninth. Through September 7th. So now we're, it's a full month of baseball. This dude has 347'd it. 363, 405, 735 for a one dot 
oneer, seven homers, 21 ribbies in these 27 games. He's a stub, man. Sometimes you need to get sat down, little reality check, little wake-up call, whatever you want to call it. It worked, man, because this dude's going off, and the Cubs have reaped the benefits of that. So I guess snaps for Dave Ross for knowing what to do, but also snaps for Say Suzuki for saying, this is my position. And he's he ain't coming out of the lineup again. I promise that. Trev, I love it. Um, Say us. Career stats are really solid. His numbers this season are really solid. Um, which, you know, we've talked about coming over from Japan. A, I think it's less of a burden than it used to be. But B, uh, this guy's hitting. And man, I still believe in taking away the game from someone is is a form of punishment, man. If you're say a Suzuki showing up to the ballpark and sitting on the bench. You know, there's, I, I don't want, I, this is something I just stumbled into, so I don't know the actual significance, but this guy's, you know, kind of an international star to a degree in baseball, right? Like a star Japanese ball player in Chicago. You know, there's, there's some people that buy tickets to go to a game. There's people in the stands that want to see Seiya. And if there's a day he's not in a lineup, that's tough. So for him to come back and play and earn his keep and ball out, uh, he's been great. And this is completely unrelated, but related. Luis Renjifo got benched earlier this year. Totally different. Um, Wasn't hustling, gets benched. Uh, Suzuki, it was just like, hey, we got a lot of talent here. We're going to shuffle you in and out. Since Renjifo got benched, 322, 378, a 970 one OPS. I don't know. Could be blind luck. I'm sure there's players that have gotten benched, and when they try to come back, they're awful. It's baseball. There's something there, man. Playing the game matters to these guys. You spend your whole life doing it up until this point. Um, so I love your standout, Trev. Can I give one more example of this? Yes. I feel like I've talked about before. 2016, it's uh, May 24th. 22nd, excuse me. Mm. I'm going into Kansas City. Brian Dozier has been struggling. Uh, he leaves Toronto, or we leaves Minnesota, playing against... Is this even right? Okay. Hold on. Yeah, I got it. Okay. 199 batting average, 606. Excuse me, 602. Mm. OPS, Paul Mulder says, we're going to give you a few days, bro. Like you don't even don't even worry about this. Like you need some time, and Dozier doesn't want that. They almost sent him down. One ninety nine batting average, six oh six. I mean, nothing was working for this guy. Molly sits him out for a game. He ends up pinch hitting the next day. And then he finally gets back in the lineup. And then from May twenty fifth through the rest of the season, the numbers. He's thirty eight homers. 977 OPS. Sometimes you need a wake-up call. After the bench. That's the AL mark for second baseman at homers. After the bench, there's only like one or two places you can go. Uh, So I don't know. Keep balling out, say, a a chunk, a big part of the Cubs' success. Although they're just, they're hitting on every cord. We got the 
we got the Swansons throwing out the first pitch. Like, it's a good time to be a Cubs fan. Trev, there was a lot of good options for standout. Um, God, everyone on Houston. Literally everyone on Houston. You know I'm a sucker for Bryson Stott, Royce Lewis, Tommy Pham. I felt like I haven't given a pitcher a proper standout in a while. And I'm going to go to a guy who stands out. Uh, I'm going to Tyler Glass now. 14 strikeouts against the Red Sox offense. I mean, yo. That is no joke against a team that absolutely bangs with the best of them. Tyler Glass now in his last 12 starts. 74.1 innings pitched. He's got a 2-4-2. He's struck out 101 in that time frame. And like we talked about with playoff baseball coming up, lining up your rotations, what's your matchup? A Tampa Bay Rays game with Glass now on the bump, it's going to be tough to favor the other team. Uh, he's special, special. When he's on, uh, he might be my favorite pitcher to watch in baseball. Um, and he was on on against the Red Sox. Love that. He, um, we just haven't had the chance to see him like really. I guess I take that back. Recently, we haven't had the chance to see him in like real awesome, meaningful baseball games, and we forget just how dominant this guy can be at times. Like this guy can be maybe the nastiest pitcher in baseball, like 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 best stuff, best stuff, best stuff. Like Glassdale's up there, right? I can't forget how special this guy is. the The fastball jumps out of his hands, and now that it's curveball and slider, it gives the hitters two different looks. Like it's it's nasty. It's it's nasty, and he's so hot. He's just like and a- nice. Just like a cool dude. If you want to see a, a, a real nice baseball savant page, go check out Glass Now. A lot of red. And there is still a chance. Like, sometimes it takes pitchers a while to click, especially the big boys. Like, Tyler Glass Now could just be starting to be Tyler Glass Now. He's 30 years old. I forget he grew up where I grew up. Yeah. I always forget that. No wonder he's got that dog in him. Guys are Heart both high, both cerebral thinkers. You don't really get a lot of cerebral thinkers out of the Santa Cruz Valley. No offense to people <laughs> who live in the Santa Cruz Valley. I'm one of. I grew up in Castaic, bro. I grew up on a truck stop. Something in the water. I don't know. Trev, there is something in the water with this next group of players. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco for the series. I'm glad we're mentioning this guy again because he deserves all the flowers. Jose Altuve went seven for 15 with five homers in this series. All solo shots, though. What's up with that, Astros? Uh, he tied the major league record with five homers in a two game span. Uh, first player in the expansion era to homer in four consecutive innings. Wow, I'll say for the cycle, people like a week ago, yeah. So Kind of do it all. Uh, how about Edward Olivares for Kansas City? Five for nine, two double, or excuse me, a double, three homers, five RBI for a 2 dot tour. Whoops. 
Uh, he had a two-run homer in the eighth inning on Wednesday. Uh, the first pinch hit homer for the Royals since May 13th, 2022. Wow, that's interesting. Nolan Gorman, second baseman for the St. Louis Cardinals, five for 12, a double, three homer, six RBIs, seven runs in the series. That's nice, Nolan. Thank you very much. For the week, Say Suzuki just kind of talked about him a lot, but he went 14 for 33, five doubles, three homers, 10 RBIs. He's batting 342 with eight homers and 24 RBI in his last 30 games. I just said that. Yeah. I just said that. Should have looked at the sheet. Mitch Garver. Love me some Mitchie boy. DH catcher for the Texas Rangers in a bad series for them, a good series for Garver. Uh, seven for 18, three homers, six RBI, four walks for a 1.3. Since the break, 301 average, 12 homers, 24, 20, 25 RBIs, and a one daughter. It's 10th in the MLB during that span. That's nice. Is that a boy, Garv? How about Philly relief pitcher Jeff Hoffman? Mm. Four games, three and a third innings pitch, seven Ks, no hits, no runs. Since August 1st, Hoffman has, 12, has a 12.1 K per nine and only allowed a 113 opponent's average. Philly getting more weapons. For the two weeks, we're not going to the first guy because I'll talk about him in a second. Seattle starting pitcher Logan Gilbert. Are we always talking Logan Gilbert on this show? Is he the new J.P. Crawford? Mm. Three games started, 19 innings pitch, five earned runs, 25 Ks. He's not recorded a loss since June 28. He's 8-0 with a 2.89. And then finally, our guy, your daddy, Jordan Alvarez, 18 for 47, three doubles, four homers, 13 ribbies, 11 walks for a one-dot tour. Astros, Jordan, getting it done. That's Susan Fuego. Magical stuff, Trev. I mean, that was so fire. It reminded uh. Noodle, it reminded Noodle of the farmer's dog. Uh, my dog, Noodle, loves the farmer's dog. Dog, because it's made specifically for him. Each dog is different. Noodle's massive, like a tiny pony. He should not be eating the same food as a chihuahua or something of that nature, a bichon. The farmer's dog makes fresh, healthy dog food. It's developed by vets, nutritionally balanced and made from real healthy ingredients to human food safety standards. Doesn't matter if your dog is young or old, it's always the right time to invest in their health. And right now you can get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash johnboy. You'll get free shipping as well. So that is thefarmersdog.com slash johnboy for 50% off. There is a link in the description. Uh, Take care of Fido. A lot of late nights with me and Noodle. Um, this is unrelated and not a normal portion of the show, uh, just because you mentioned him in Enfuego. Jose Altuve on the years, it's 69 games. Nice. 316, 403, a 555 slug for a 958 OPS. He's still Hall of Fame Altuve. Uh, yes. The IL segment, which you guys know I can be a difficult B on sometimes. Uh, Our guy Kutch got banged up. I think he's out for the year. We hate that. Patrick Bailey for San Francisco. I talked about how much I value a good catcher. Um, He goes on the IL. Alcantara and Soler. Mike Soroka, no, man. No. 
Uh, Ryan Stanek in that Houston bullpen. Cookie Carrasco for the Mets. A uh, couple guys expected to go on the IL. Adelise, that was a weird injury up against the wall. We hate that. Uh, potentially Gary Sanchez for oh. the Padres. Uh, and then returning from the IL. So we liked this. Uh, Nate Dogavaldi, although it was kind of a, a tough return. A uh, couple other pitchers, but not a lot of big names. That's a. Uh, Mason Miller, remember how good he is? Hot. We were talking about him with the A's. Sure. Nasty. Velo. Yeah. Trev, let's. Oh my God. I was going to say, let's start the week. Let's start the weekend. Awards! How about this? Yeah. Last series of the year, Twins go into Colorado. They should have already swept or clinched, excuse me, by then. Me, Kels, and Co. Tuck hanging out. Name a better mm. like party of three than that. Tough to. Okay. I need some audience participation for my award. Okay. It's called the Okay China Award. Oh boy. Now, when I when you think it's appropriate to say, okay, China, I want you to say it. Mm. I think we're going to have a pretty good spot that the audience and you guys are going to know when to say, okay, China. So we're, we're talking about inventions here. Mm. Uh, some of the, you know, better inventions. Um, why do people say best thing since sliced bread? I, I never really understood that. I like sliced bread, but a lot of other things better than that. We could talk about, I don't know, air conditioning seems appropriate for me because it's a thousand degrees out here in Los Angeles still. Uh, I don't know, the airplane, the internet. Who invented the internet? A lot of people say Al Gore, but I never, what's that about? Who invented the internet? I really want to know that. I'm pretty sure it's the U.S. military. I don't know. Probably the military DVD chimes in with. So, okay, okay. China. <laughs> no, close. <laughs> That's good. I will take, accepted. Accepted right there. Uh, another great invention that really kind of changed things. Uh was uh, done by the Mesopotamians. Mm -hmm. Or in Mesopotamia, by the Sumerians, excuse me. Right. Uh, in 4200 BC. Do you know what it was? Water. They didn't invent water. That's, <laughs> that's, that's Jesus. We talked about Jesus before. <laughs> that carpenter guy. <laughs> right? They invented the wheel. Jake. Right. Right. Initially, it was used for pottery. Then they figured out if they stuck a stick through two wheels, they could move things around. Um, and then 2,000 years later, apparently, it was also independently invented in China. Mm. Okay, China. Independently, 2,000 years later, <laughs> you know, we're talking about Europe, not too far from China. Right. Like, there ain't no big bodies of water between Europe and China. You don't think in 2,000 years, what do you call people? Wheelers? You think they stole a wheeler? And we're like, I like that. Let's take it. We independently thought of that. Okay, China. Not buying that for a second. I think you stole a wheeler okay. and took the invention for yourself. You know who else stole a wheeler? Philadelphia Phillies. 
They stole oh, no. a Wheeler from the rest of Major League Baseball when they signed him to a five-year, $118 million contract when they're paying him t- low 20s in the millions per year because this guy is worth 40-something. That's what aces are getting paid nowadays. They're getting a 50% discount. They stole a Wheeler just like China did. Do you know what this guy has done since he's been in Philadelphia? Tell me. What's my least favorite word right now in baseball? FIP. Posting. Posting. Sick of people saying that. This dude's posted. Okay, he comes over. 2020, weird year. We've tried to forget about 2020. Well, he makes all of his starts there. 2.92 ERA. 2021 throws the most innings in all of Major League Baseball, has three complete games, two shutouts, uh, leads the National League in strikeouts, leads all of baseball in batter's face, Cy Young 2 in 2021. 2022 misses a few games, still gets 26 starts at a 2-8-2. This guy is worth so much freaking money. 2023 comes along. He's got a 3-4-9. He's made all of his starts. He's already had 170 innings pitch. He leads the National League in whip. Like, we talk about the Phillies for a bunch of different reasons, man. They got bangers. We talk about freaking Trey Turner and Bryce Harper shaving his beard. He looks bad, by the way. Don't do that, Bryce. What are you doing, man? Uh, we talk about Kyle Schwarber. We talk about JT Orumuto being a hot boy. We probably even talk about Aaron Nola. Before we talk about Zach Wheeler, but Zach Wheeler has been there doing that at like 23 M's a year when he should be making 43 M's a year. This guy is an absolute stud. I wanted to make sure everyone knew it. And just like China back in 2000 BC, the Phillies stole a Wheeler. Okay, China. Trev. I would have loved to see if you went to Stanford and presented that in front of a classroom. Because I think the professor might have just resigned on the spot. I win. Give you the keys to the classroom. It's yours now. 2,000 years later, independently. You're connected. It's not like, you know, the pyramids, like they're separated by bodies of massive bodies of water. Those are definitely by aliens. The wheel. I think I tend to be with you. If I had to guess, I would bet someone in those 2,000 years might have brought the wheel along. Um, Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're we're the assholes. Um, Mesopotamia slaps. You you know where modern-day Mesopotamia is? I released, yeah. Oh, like literally location wise, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, not the place that slaps like Mesopotamia. Yeah, I thought that? you were talking oh, about like the like, modern I thought, you were doing, I thought you were doing like a BuzzFeed article. Who's <laughs> what's the new Mesopotamia? It slaps just like Atlanta. It's Botswana. <laughs> um, uh, I gave it a quick Google. Conflicting reports on if the military invented the internet. Uh, Google says the military did not invent the internet. This misconception comes from the fact that the Department of Defense funded the organization that uh, worked on the earliest iterations, which sounds like the military invented it. And then a different article said 
And yeah, the guy who invented it had military intentions behind it. So it sounds like military. Why does did Al do Gore it? come up in my, in my mind? That was a saying for a while. Yeah, that is something I've I think heard he, people say. He, I think he might have claimed that at some point, and I think people called bullet BS. He I don't claimed know. He's the at, internet he's at the office. But it it goes back like I all I know is like old nineteen ninety seven episodes of SNL. They would joke about Al Gore inventing the internet. So I think there's there's something there's something there. there. I could look into that part. Um, Trev, we have, as you and I have done many times, we've tagged up on something beautiful here, uh, and horribly unfortunate because I was going to give the Charlie Sheen off the wagon award. Remember when Charlie Sheen just went nuts and like America was just tuning in every day? Like, I think we had cameras outside Charlie Sheen's house and it was like, yeah, there's. There's been 14 women in there for three days. And it was just like, what? What are we doing? And he had the, you know, the tiger. What was the tiger? Tiger blood. Tiger blood. And mm-hmm. the other thing was winning. <laughs> There's two pitchers I want to highlight uh, who got wins this past week. One is a teammate with a guy you just mentioned, Zach Wheeler. Uh, our friend, Big Taiwan Walker. Uh, he's been racking up the dubs this season, and I know pitcher wins and blah, blah, blah. He's got a 4-1-5. Uh, and guess what? For the Philadelphia Phillies, that'll get you 15 wins this year. Big Taiwan Walker is 15-5. and five. He also got off to a little bit of a slow start. Uh, he has been electric for a while now. Um, you know, his last 15, a 3-2 ERA. Uh, he's been starting to get hit a little more, but he's racking up dubs. He's 13-2 and two in that stretch. Taiwan Walker, 15 wins on the year. That's incredible for a starting pitcher, right? Trev, do you know who leads the American League in wins? Leads the American League in wins. Oh, boy. Um, Logan Gilbert. BBD? Don't know. My favorite signing of the offseason, Chris Bassett. Wow. Leads the AL in wins with a 3-6-9. Very, very fine ERA. Um, he has he's 14 and 7. So he's got 14 wins. Chris uh Taiwan Walker has 15 wins. Trev, and this is where things get gross because we didn't coordinate this at all. Where did uh where did both those guys pitch last year? Oh, the Mets. The Mets. That's a team that's been looking for some wins this year. Oh, I know it hasn't boy. just been wow. pitching. Wow, dancing on the grave of the Mets. Maybe it's because Jolly clipped me yesterday. <laughs> but Trev, know what else I didn't? Where to? You mentioned how good that Zach Wheeler contract. Oh one, boy! It's one of the oh, best. Now you're just doing it. It's one of the best free agent pitching contracts, kind of ever. Where did he? Uh, where did he? Come People from? were laughing when the Phillies signed. He came from the Mets. People were laughing. It's almost right. like when Brian Cashman said, "Gio Urshela, great player. He's no Josh Donaldson." There was a. Uh... Yeah, man. I mean. 
Both those guys are racking up dubs this year. I know it's not exactly how it works, people, but I I think I saw some Mets people posting like, hey, weren't those guys our, <laughs> our three and four last year? Um, we like now do the A's now do the A's roster from three years ago. (laughs) Let's do let's do our all A's team to close it up. Trev, we're not going to do that, but we're going to tell people go to DraftKings, get your final bets in on this baseball season, or start placing some NFL bets because the NFL season is here. We're doing our against the spread league again. I was last year's champ. Trevor Plouffe got on the board last night with his Lions covering. I think I went with New Orleans uh, this weekend. I kind of like them. I, I think it's a horrible division, and I, I like Carr in a new scene. What you need to do is download now. Use code TALKING to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly. Just for betting five bucks. That's code talking only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours over at DraftKings. Trev, I think we kind of slayed today. Um, and I think I'm excited for this weekend of baseball. Are we stimming? I don't know if we have yes. that prepped. No, yes. no, no. It's too sexy. Yes. It's too yes. sexy. We're not prepped. I want to stim. You have to ask Dalton a hundred times. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to stim on Monday because it's almost that time of year. People, playoffs are coming. Enjoy the weekend of baseball. I hope your team has many wins. If that's what you want. Martian siding in the Bronx, Trev. Jake songs. I don't believe anything. From like that time period, I don't because nobody was even like it's all lies. taking records. They were like drawing pictures on some stones. Like, come on. Then the pyramids were built. Okay, okay, pyramid builders. 